today. Hallelujah. Well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to sing a little bit, and we're going to get started right away. Anybody that comes in late is just going to be late. Let's all stand together. The song we're going to start with is is so scriptural that it is scripture because it's taken straight from the word. Now I've been I've been credited as writing this, but that's not really true because. The Lord wrote it. It's his word. It's right out of Psalm 107, which is our theme for this day. Uh, I want you to be thinking, you're going to get an opportunity later. So I want to get you start, get you thinking about it now. We're going to talk about some of the things that the Lord did for us this year, this past year. Some of you... Uh, have some really special things that God did for you this past year. And if you keep quiet about that, then Jesus is not going to get glory for it. And so right now we're just going to make up our mind. We're not going to keep quiet about it. Do you know, you've heard that the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Well, when it's talking about the redeemed of the Lord, redeemed, you ever redeem something at the grocery store, like a coupon or something? Mm-hmm. You know how it works? You take that coupon to the grocery store, the person that issued that or the company that issued that coupon are going to buy it back. That's how you get the credit off your groceries. If it's a, if it's a dollar coupon, they're going to buy that thing back for a dollar. When the Bible talks about us being the redeemed of the Lord, it's talking about Jesus having bought us back from the penalty of our sin. He paid it for us. The debt that we owed that we couldn't pay ourselves. You say, well, I'll pay my debts. You want to spend eternity in the lake of fire and never have it paid? That's, just, that's what you got coming if you don't accept what Jesus did for you on the cross. He did what he did to redeem you, to buy you back from your sin. And Psalm 107 starts with this. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Now, we're going to sing a song that goes with that. It's called God is Good. And somebody said all the time. For his mercy endureth forever. And then it says, verse 2, let the redeemed of the Lord. Who is that? Is that you? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south. And it goes on to describe them. And we're going to sing about that this morning. But right now, I want you to be thinking about what the Lord did for you. And I I don't want to hear, well, the Lord was good to me this year. No, that's not good enough. I want, I want specifics. Real praise is talking about specifics. It's talking about what God did for you 
And hopefully it was big enough you noticed. Amen? Amen. All right. Let's sing. That man will praise the Lord for his goodness, his goodness, his goodness. Oh, that man will praise the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works for the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul, his goodness, his goodness. Yes, I sat in the darkness and shadow of death, being bound in affliction and I. I rejected the counsel of Almighty God, and therefore He brought down my heart. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness, His goodness, His goodness. Sit down. All righty. We'll find out. We're going to make you comfortable. And the preaching starts now. <laughs> and we're going to praise the Lord for his goodness. Amen. And if this microphone would work, you'll be, you'll be able to hear it. Okay. I'll start. I did not have a heart attack this year. Amen. And I'm recovering from a heart problem that was found without having a heart attack to get there. It's been rough, and it's still rough. And I don't have the kind of energy that I used to have. But I have some. And it's just going to have to do. Somebody says, how are you doing today? I'm doing good enough. Good enough. It'll do. I can still tell people about Jesus. I can still bear fruit in old age, like the Bible says in Psalm 94. And I'm going to keep doing that as long as God gives me enough breath to keep doing it. So I'm praising the Lord to be here to be able to share with you what Jesus has done in my life, and it's still doing. It's an ongoing process. And so I went first. Now who's going to go next? All right, Sherry, stand up. Everybody else is going to be sitting down. But you're going to take this and turn around and, and share what God has done for you. We want to hear what Jesus did for you specifically this year. Man. What? What? And what? 
said he brought me my man. Your man. Oh. Yes. My fiance. Oh, that's what we're talking about. My fiance. And um, he's also brought my grandson and his fiance back to church, which is good. And my kids are all getting back into the word like they should be. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right. Should I have given you all like a week's notice so you could get better prepared for this? All right, Gilbert, you're next. Go ahead. Okay. Good morning, everyone. I just want you to know that uh, in a sense with God, I'm a living testimony. Like when I, as you know, I travel a lot. And this last year I went to Mexico. And in Mexico I felt coming up the hills a little stress in my body such that I had to stop and take a breath. But I continued over there. And when I came back, you know, I was intending to go back to work as normal. And then I, had a, I went to a checkup, and the Lord gave me a new lease in life because I ended up with a quadruple bypass. And the same week, within three days, when the doctor says, uh, what are you doing? And I go, well, I'm intending to go back to work. That's why I'm here. He says, well, you're not going to be able to do this. Or better said, I suggest that you stay here for surgery. And uh, needless to say, uh, my thinking and my actions and my body and my feeling, he says, you must know this, you're operating on 50% of your heart's capacity. And uh, the Lord has given me a new lease in life. I'll be 74 years of age, January the 9th. And he makes me feel good and strong and, and I praise him for all the things he's done in my life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I think Bob wants to be next. I don't know for sure. Maybe. But... Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I want to thank God for this church, first and foremost, my pastor. Uh, a little closer, Bob. We can barely hear you. Closer to the mic, Bob. Uh, there you thank go. you. Okay, the, uh, I want to thank God for this church and my pastor. First and foremost, I also uh, want to thank God that uh, I got my car uh, worked on yesterday. And, uh, or, no, day before yesterday. And, uh, it's still running, so I, I'm more than grateful for that. So I thank God for just the little things that he gives me, and uh, thank you. Amen. Okay. There's Linda. Okay. Well, I thank God that I'm here. I had a terrible accident in June, still doing therapy and all, but God's good all the time. He Amen. protected my left side because I'd had cancer there. Didn't have to have anything done there, but the right side was a nightmare. But I am doing awesome, and God is wonderful and seen me through it all. You want to be next, Eva? Eva, all right, stand up. 
This is Eva. Hi, Eva. Hi, Eva. First of all, I want to say, giving all honor to God, who's ahead of my life. I want to thank everyone here for accepting me. I felt so comfortable here. And I want you to know that my journey has been a good one. And I went through some problems and I know that God is real because he sent me in the midst of my enemy. And he did a hedge of protection around me that I didn't even have to have a weapon to conquer what I needed to conquer. So I just want to thank everybody here for being so kind. And Pastor, I just love you and your wife to death. And I'm, I'm glad you led me through the five Bible, basic Bible classes. What happened in those Bible classes? Oh, I accepted Christ and I... I God, I, I thought I knew, I thought I knew him. I thought I knew him. And when I got to the basic Bible class and pastor start walking me through it, I, I knew then that I was a lost soul. But, you know, God found me. Yeah, he did. He found me. Yeah, well, he I, I, well, he knew where I was anyway. He just needed me to come to the right place. So uh, I just, I'm just so thankful for you all. And thanks for sharing all your love with me. And I hope I can give it back to you. Amen. So Daryl's getting inspired. All right. Stand up. Thank you, Pastor. You got... One minute, or more, if you they really need. Well, she said something that, I, that always strikes a chord with me. Are we doing like that? She said something that always strikes a chord with me. She said, God built a hedge of protection around me. Every time I hear that, I think with, with a Satan looking at that, going, what is this vegetation? I can't get past. Anyway, that's a joke. So, I want to praise the Lord for this church, too. I came back uh, to fellowship with the Lord when I came to this church 13, 14 years ago. Yeah. And um, they welcomed me with open arms. And I thought I was going to get ran out the back door or something because I rode up here on a hog and I had leather on and everything. And I thought maybe they were going to judge me. Well, two little ladies grabbed me by the arm, took me to the front row. I'm like, I'm a background Christian. But anyways, I love you guys. I love this church. And I love my Lord Jesus. And I just want to praise him for all of y'all. And I got to give a pen to the lady. Amen. This morning. Amen. So praise she comes. All honor and glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. So what did God do for you this year? Mary? Stand, stand up. Yeah, you won't take long. Right. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, praise God, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. First thing, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Praise Him. I want to tell you, God is good. All I just time. want to tell you a, a quick story that happened some long years ago. This is cool. When I was working at the prison, I went on to relieve my, my officer. 
And she's supposed to give me a key, and she started handing me the key like this. She didn't say a word to me. She just ran away when he gave me the key, and I go, Lord, what's wrong with her? Anyway, the next couple of days I saw her, she said, Mary, I want to tell you something that happened to me. I said, yeah, why did you run away? She said, I heard, I said, whoever relieved me, I'm going to curse them out with my mouth. She said it, and she said, Mary, I heard a voice said, don't you say a word to my daughter, and I got so scared of you, because you know I'm a Christian, you know. And I said, that's God. He put, like we're talking about, protection around us. He does protect us and take care of us. So I just want to share that with everyone. Hey, don't you worry, guys. God love you all. God bless you. And I had a wonderful Christmas. Oh, one more thing. I'm going to have surgery. It's a female thing, so I won't tell you all about it. But I want you all to pray for me. I haven't had surgery in how many years. I'm always healthy. But something comes up, so God won't take care of that. And I'm not worried about it. Amen. So you all just lift me up in prayer. God Amen. bless you all. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I know that we would love to have about a half dozen more like Mary, just like her. But I'm not sure the average church can stand more than one. <laughs> but aren't we glad we get to have one? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Vicki, I saw your hand up way over here. 2023 was a challenging year for me. It started out with a trip to Disney World and progressed to an illness that I didn't know if I was going to make it through, but God saw a way, and he got me through. And I just want to thank him that um, during this year, in the process of what was just supposed to be a test, they were able to put another stint in my husband's heart, and we prolonged his life even longer, because I thank God for every day that I have him. I thank God for this church. I thank God for family, because you know what they say is that fish and family start to smell after three days. And they've been here a week and a half. <laughs> so, I love them, and God reminded me that, you know, not everybody has family to love them. There are some people that would trade everything that they own and everything that they've ever owned just to have someone to love them. And we have 34 people in our family that love us. They're not perfect, and neither are we, but God didn't say we had to be perfect. He said we had to love them. He didn't say we even had to like them, but he did say we have to love them. And in the process of my life, he's taught me that sometimes... It's easier to love people in another zip code. <laughs> but you still have to love them, and I do. And I just thank you for the blessings of this church, for the support that I've, and unconditional love that I have received, and I hope that I've been able to give. And I just want to praise God for another year in 2024, whatever that may bring. I know he'll be with me, and he'll see me through it. Amen. Didn't you just do your thing? Just, yeah. He's got plenty more. I'm sure he's got things around. All right. Wait your turn. Wait your turn. You've got a mic already. Go ahead. I do, but I don't know. Yeah, use that one. Let me pass the mic along so I can sit down. I'm good. I'm good. It's my job. Hello. Okay. Um, I remember uh, New Year's Eve last year after 
pastor had his uh, quadruple heart surgery in May and then was doing great and then had COVID in August and then he wasn't doing so great since then. But um, I was so excited about a new year that was going to be <laughs> all good. Uh, that doesn't happen. Um, but uh, as he has slowly regained his health, mine kind of slowly went down. And then I had to have a, a major surgery um, in November. And I still have a couple months to go to recover. But uh, and I haven't sung up here in three, I don't know, two months maybe. Anyway, um, didn't have the energy to stand up and do it. But <clears throat> right after that surgery, I had... I don't know, the worst pain I've ever felt. It was like five times more than childbirth. Let's put it that way. It was, I thought I, well, I didn't think I was going to die. I knew God was going to get me through it. I didn't understand why. But um, looking back, I had to figure out a way to explain it. It felt like Satan was literally trying to rip my soul out of me. It was the worst ever and I'll never be the same. And now I can praise God for that because I'm better. <laughs> so, so there. Amen. Amen. When things get really hard and you wonder, why, Lord? Why, why are you putting me through this? But one reason is so that you can praise him when it's over. The other is the, is the things you learn. Sometimes when you have to go through really hard th things, you have no choice but to get close to the Lord because you can't survive without Him. And if that's not working all things together for good, I don't know what is. Go ahead, Daryl. And I know, Tiffany, you're going to be right there. When I heard Vicki... Uh, Given uh, thanks for everything, it reminded me of something, <clears throat> and that is not just this past year, but over the years since I've been attending church here, and um, <clears throat> I've seen the hard work and dedication that Vicky uh, does. So many things to serve us and the church, yeah. and she's not by herself. There's uh, a lot of ladies, uh, sis. You do a lot of hard work for the church and uh, brother Josh. I mean, there's just so many people here that are given of themselves and yeah. you get to see that when you're standing back watching, I've watched Josh and his wife grow in the Lord. So awesome. It's cool. And they're not by themselves either. You know, God's working in all of our lives, but I just want to thank the Lord for letting me see him working. Cause that's my invitation to join him. So if you see God working, that's your invitation to join. That's how you know where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Are you next? All right. Speak up now. Nice and, nice okay, and clear. Okay. So, um, first of all, a lot of people might not know this, but uh, I'm going through a separation that's going to probably end up in a divorce. But I am very thankful to the Lord because I'm realizing just how much ungodly that marriage was. And the fact that if I would have been on my own in my condo, yes, the Lord would have brought me through it always. But the fact that I was with my family 
when it all happened is a complete blessing. And I'm just looking forward, not behind. And I just, every day I, you know, just pray to the Lord that he guides me in whatever direction I'm supposed to go. And there's just signs each and every day, just when I think that maybe we could work through it, that shows me that it's better that we're not together, even if it was eight and a half years. So um, I feel like this is actually strengthening my relationship with the Lord. And I'm thankful to the church here, all the members that have known about it, that have been there and checked on me. I'm very grateful. And so I just want to thank the Lord for that. Amen. Amen. Life is, uh, has a promise for us of suffering. We can talk about how good God is and how he's rescued us for so many things, but the one thing the Bible's very clear about is suffering is planned for our life by the Lord. And I realize that's not a popular subject. Who wants to suffer? But it's going to come to your life. You're either suffering now or you're going to be soon. One of the two. I mean, that's exactly where you are. And uh, you need the Lord. You need him to get you through what you're facing. You You may not know it yet, but it's coming. It's coming. And you're going to need the Lord. But there's something on the other side of it. In the Bible, and when you, when you get a few miles on you, like me and John and Cecil, and man, there's a whole mess of you here that's got a lot of miles on you, like I do. You realize that uh, there's, a, there's this one scripture Peter said, And he's the one that told us about the suffering, how it's going to come. But he said this. He said, after you have suffered a while. Now, that sounds like not very long. Well, from God's perspective, it's not very long. But for you, it's going to feel like forever. After you have suffered a while, he will strengthen, establish, or establish you and settle you. And the Lord gets you through it, and he calms it all down around you. He's going to put you in a place of peace. And my, how wonderful that is. How wonderful that is. Who's next? I had a feeling it'd be Josh. Look here, I'm only standing 10 feet away. I don't have to walk very far. Well, y'all, I want to, I want to praise the Lord this year for settling me, so to speak. He showed me right where my place is, and my place is right here at Lighthouse Baptist Church. Amen. Back in March, for y'all that don't know, I almost moved to Florida. I've always kind of had a wild hair, pick up, move, run around, nothing really held me down, kind of do what I wanted type of guy. And uh, so I was supposed to move to Florida, had a place in Miami, right near the beach. We were working for this guy, he makes a lot of money, salesman job, he's going to be teaching me, going to get a boat, house, everything I wanted, right? There's one problem with that. 
I wouldn't have none of y'all. I wouldn't have Lighthouse Baptist Church. I wouldn't have that hedge of protection Mary talked about. Yeah. I wouldn't have my brethren. I've been out there on my own. And through some wise counsel, I learned that uh, it's not so smart to tell the Lord that you know more than he does. <laughs> and essentially, that's what I was doing. I was supposed to make a move, and I was going to tell the Lord, Lord, I don't need to be right here. I need to be down there. You got me in the wrong location. And uh, we make up all kind of reasons. And Well, maybe the Lord needs me over there. You know, I think maybe there's a church down there the Lord needs me at. I can do good. Uh, you can try that if you want to. But he taught me, like I said, through wise counsel and through the scripture, and now look in hindsight 2020 at what would have happened and what would have went on, how I would have lost time with my family, I would have lost my Sundays, I wouldn't have had a church, I wouldn't have had a church family, any of that. Oh, sure, I'd have stacked some treasures up here on earth, but I wouldn't have had none in heaven when I got there. So I want to praise the Lord for settling me and showing me exactly where I belong. And that's right here with y'all. Amen. Amen. Now, that, that sounds like what he's telling you, but the fact is that he had a really close call. Satan just about, just about won a major victory in his life. But our provider and our protector stepped in and put him in his place. Amen. Sometimes you can look around, and you can look around today. There's a whole lot of empty seats in here today. You can look around and get to thinking, well, maybe I belong in a bigger church. Maybe I belong in a this or that or this. Anytime that you quit believing that God sets the members in the body as it pleases him, you haven't been studying your Bible. And anytime that you think you know more about where you belong than God does, well, you, you have the freedom to try. But you're going to get to learn how that works for you. And it's not going to work like you want it to work. Jesus loves you. And he knows what you need. And he tells us that we need each other. We do. We do. Matthew, is your hand up? All right. Here you go, my friend. So I just wanted to praise, and it's kind of a, sorry, <laughs> um, for this church and for the friends and family that we've made this past year. And I also wanted to praise the Lord for giving us one of the most challenging years that we've ever had, um, ranging from business partners that steal all the way to fighting the VA and us coming through each one of them and all the lessons that we've learned this year have been insane. Um, it's been a real eye-opening of a year, and I just wanted to praise the Lord for it because uh, we wouldn't be where we are now if he wouldn't have held our hand through every step of it. So uh, praise, the, praise the Lord, and thank you to everybody here that's helped us as we continue on our journey. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Good job. Good job. Brother Cecil. Yeah. Well, you, it's, it, let me tell you how that works. The Bible says that Jacob worshiped the Lord leaning on his staff. 
when he was old. I've been doing that. I know, I know. <laughs> but there, there's only one place in the Bible that says they worship the Lord that they weren't on their knees on their face before God, and that's it. So the only time, the only time that, it, that it's okay is when you just can't do it anymore. So now that you still can do it, there you go. <laughs> well, I can still stand, but I, I can't hardly get up if I get down. I know, I know. Jacob was the same way. Anyway, I, I thank the Lord, first of all, for my salvation, but for all the years that he has watched over me, <clears throat> it's been a good year again. Got me through another year. Amen. I'll soon be 90. <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, as of earlier this month, I've been a member of this church for fi- 55 years. Amen. So, uh, Praise the Lord. But anyway, uh, uh, I just thank the Lord for, for you as, <clears throat> as my pastor, for all my friends here. Amen. So. Thank you. Amen. You got a bunch of them, Cecil. Fifty-five years. You know how long I would have to live to be here fifty-five years? I don't think I'm going to make it. (laughs) But uh, this year will be my 22nd year as your pastor. And I'm really thankful for that. Praise the Lord. Who else? This is the part Jesus gets, so don't be shy. There's Denise. Let me get over there. So as you all know, I'm not a public speaker. I don't like talking in front of people. You are today. You're even on TV today. Well, that's because God talked to me and told me I needed to do this. So. Amen. Um, I don't know who knows, but I am a nurse. I work with a spine doctor, and all of our patients are always in pain. And when I give praise to God, it's because every day each patient is unique, and I ask for his guidance and how to deal with these patients who are not always very nice. So I thank God for being there uh, with me during every day while I'm at work. And I am, I forgot who said they were, they first came as a backseat person, Daryl. I've always been at bigger churches and always in the backseat. And when I moved to the area, I came looking for a church where I couldn't be lost in the crowd. So I praise this church for not losing me. And always for your prayers and guidance. Amen. Amen. Let's see here. There's Elizabeth. One more, and then I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to sing another song. And all you people who told the Lord no when you should have said yes are going to get one second chance. And so, to be completely honest, um, this year has been actually one bad occurrence after another, um, month after month, sometimes week after week, day after day. Um, but I praise the Lord for his strength and his comfort 
and um, for providing me with such um, wonderful church family. Amen. Um, and if it wasn't for him, you know, I wouldn't have the strength. But Amen. He, he can get you through things that um, would destroy you otherwise. Amen. And I praise him for that. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. You've been thinking about what you want to tell on behalf of the Lord. It's too late. Sit down. You'll have one more chance. If I said... And it has been said here already today, if I said that God is good, what would you say? All the time. God is good. Well, let's stand and sing it instead of just saying
God is good all the time. He put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good all the time. Through the darkest night, His light will shine. God is good. He's so good. God is good. How good? He's so good. God is good. He's so good all the time. All right, Christopher. better be good. I prayed God because he helped it with my problems and yeah I did too and I thanked him for his glory. Amen. Amen. How, how old are you though? I'm seven years old. Huh? Seven years old. Seven years old and you've got problems. Do you remember problems when you were seven years old? Well, I got news for you, Christopher. It's going to get worse. All right, we have a seven-year-old that wasn't ashamed to stand up and try to give God glory for helping him through his life. Uh, There comes one right there. There's another one behind me. All right. I didn't want to do this because I don't want to cry. It's all right. It's all right. When the the eyes leak, the head don't swell. That's what I heard. As a Christian, we know that we're going to suffer. We accept that. Um, But you don't understand. Maybe you don't understand that 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 also means your children are going to suffer. And... This year, I've watched God take a traumatic experience that was beyond my imagination that could happen to my child and transform her and establish her and settle her into an amazing woman. And with a heart for ministry, um, that, you know, I knew he would do it. I knew it was, I knew he was going to do great things through this awful experience that happened to her. But I got to see it in just a year's time. And uh, I just want to praise God that her heart is healed. And she is, uh, she has joy. And she's, instead of running from God, she grabbed a hold of him and she's not letting go. And, uh, I also praise God for my mom's salvation, which is an amazing miracle that he did this year. Um, and uh, even though she's going through suffering at this point in time, I just praise God that she is saved, she knows him, and she, kn- and, uh, she has his comfort 
in this moment. Um, I, he's done amazing things in my family this year, and I just praise him for everything. Amen. Amen. Hi, Paula. Use them both. They might work. <laughs> I'm going to come down the steps. I don't want to fall. Okay. That's a good idea. Um, I just thank God because he's helped me in so many ways. Uh, just close to you. It's it's working. Anyway, um, one of the things that God always helped me with was um, I've been doing hair for 50 years, and I thought I might retire. And it came to be that I just couldn't handle the place where I was at because it, I felt like I was in a cracker box or such. Turn it on. There we go. <laughs> Did you hear anything I said? Yeah. Okay. Hair, anyway, you've been you've been doing hair for fifty years. I've been losing hair for seventy years. <laughs> so, but go I'm ahead. Sorry, Pastor, <laughs> that I laughed. Anyway, so uh, I was in this salon. I don't know, there's like salons next door in this building. And I was getting to where I just didn't feel comfortable in there. So it came to be that God found a place for us and we've moved. And so I'm not retiring yet, even though I am 70, because I love what I do. And the people I work with love what I do. Miss Sherry's going to be getting married. She asked me to do her hair. Because God has put it in my soul to be a loving Christian for him. Anyway, I praise you, God, for all that you do. And I'm just thankful to be in this church, to know the church family, the pastor, Miss Lisa. I mean, I'm, I could name all names, but that, there's others that need to talk. Love you, Pastor. Love you, Pastor. Liz, how long did you talk to Paula about the Lord before she finally came around? Ten years. How many did you talk about? Twenty-five. Yeah. Twenty-five. Twenty-five years. Some people are just kind of stubborn. I, I got to meet somebody again this morning for the first time in about ten years. And she's probably embarrassed because I'm putting her on spot, but... Leslie over here used to play softball with us back at Big League Dreams 10 years ago. I'm pretty sure I invited you to church then, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. Other members did. And she finally made it. <laughs> you, know, you know how scientists find seeds that have been buried for a long, long time, sometimes tens, hundreds of years, and they, they sprout? The seed finally sprouted after all these years. So, so don't give up ever on anybody because Jesus did not give up on you. He did not. Who are you pointing at? Basile. 
And Jack. All right, I'll get one and the other. Thank you for not chickening out. Uh, my name is Lasil. It's probably. How do you feel? Yeah, everybody know. But my thing is like I moved to Texas like 2009-ish. And when we was drive by, I was going to Galveston. And uh, I see the church and something was like cranking me. Like this is the spot. But anyway, go Galveston, cannot find place living there and find place behind, behind this creek next to CVS, some apartments was available after Ike, whatever, Galveston was back. And I was with my brother-in-law here, my sister, and they was go to whatever, Justin, whatever church, and I tell them, no, I'm just gonna go over there, like, I don't know. And on a Sunday, they go to their church, and I was just walk and coming to the church. Anyway, like, Week after they start coming here, and they was here until they not move back to Kentucky. But there was like one of the spark. I've been in this church. You know, I've been up and down. When I when I choose, I'm better. Then I go. Then I fail. Then I come back again. You know, like my butt is whoop. Then I get stronger. But yeah. the way. The way, the way I've been treated from all of you, from pastor, from his family, from all of you, it's uh, like, I mean, I don't want to say like, I'm like 100% I'm not deserve and chances being given and repeatedly stay, uh, get educated, like, life-wise, business-wise. So I just want to say, like, I appreciate all of you, and uh, i just glad to be where I am, and uh, just try to be stronger, not step up, and, and then come back again. But one way or another, I, I, I will be back. If some, No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just... I don't know how to explain it, but the feeling and and support and just knowing and loyalty from this church it's it's amazing it's more like it's more than family that's for sure Amen. because most understanding I was hell my family is Christian family, but most of them was not hell you know how to say patient but this guy did yeah. this guy did he put some work and it's i'm pretty sure i let him down here and there but i try straight up like my seeds have a multiple roots show up here and there but so thank you for everything and i do really appreciate it for everybody for every prayer every support and God was take me places up and down upside down whatever it take but I still make it I still back and in good health and most of them only he know where I've been and what I've been doing and how I survive and how I make it and just I appreciate it for that 
you know, like seeds of faith and trust. So I was, doesn't matter where I've been, what I've been doing, I was always have like trust and faith like it's gonna work out for my good. So it is. Thank you all. Amen. Amen. He's known, or used to be known, as Russian Bill. I don't think you're Russian Bill anymore, are you? No, no I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Jack. So, for some, for some odd reason, lately I've been thinking back. Two years ago, we went on a, a past field trip, and we went river tubing. Oh, no. So... And out of that, we ended up having an accident, and I hit the side of a bulkhead and fractured my pelvis in two spots, and I had a compression fracture in the back of my spine. So I was in the hospital for three days, and I got out. I walked on crutches for two months. And thinking back, I'm grateful and so wonderfully blessed that God had guided me through that situation, and thankfully I can walk. I mean, Amen. I, not permanently injured from that situation. And I'm most most thankful for the wonderful warmth and love and kindness and embrace that I got from the church and pastor, and I'm utmost grateful for God the Father. And it's every time I every time I greet Glenda, I always I always respond with richly blessed and highly favored, but I have to say I am beyond blessed. Amen. You don't have to get old to know what Jesus can do. I'm, I'm always amazed and blessed to see young men that fall in love with the Lord early. Can't wait to see what God's going to do with guys like that. It's amazing. Who else? I'll do. Jamie. I'll, I'll use my mic. Can y'all hear me okay? Yeah. yeah. All right. Go ahead. I want to share a couple things real quick. Go, go ahead and start the clock. <laughs> well, you didn't say the sermon starts now, right? Well, anyway, uh, I do want to share something real quick with you guys. Two things happened that really outstand, that stand out this year for me, and, and one of them was uh, how God used a $5 bill. That's all I had in my, left in my account. And I, was, I, was, I had a less than a quarter tank of gas in my car. And this was a Wednesday, and I didn't know if I was gonna get to go to church that night. But I put my trust in the Lord. And I said, Lord, I'm gonna trust you that you're gonna help me out with this and I'm going to put that money in, 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 in that account, I mean, that uh, gas. So I went down to Walmart, filled my gas tank. I mean, I didn't fill it up. I put that $5 in. I had less than a quarter tank gas. And when I started my car up, my, my gas meter went up to half a tank. That's just five bucks. And the gas was like two, two ninety three a gallon. I said, you can't get that from $5. That had to be God. Another time was... I was um, coming home from work, and something told me just pull over. You guys know what that something was, right? 
I pulled over and I, I checked my tire. And uh, I was losing air because the little meter went off in my car. The, the, the whatever it was to call it said I, was, I had a little tire. So I checked my tire and I pulled out my little compressor. And I was putting gas in the, in the I'm mean, putting air in the tire. And just as fast as I was putting air in the tire, it was coming out of the tire. So I had maybe just barely a one showing on that thing. So I knew that this kind of tire was just down the street. But the, the thing about it was, God provided all that for me. He provided the help. He provided the, the money to be able to pay for it. My doctor's appointment was going to cost more than the tire did. Because let me tell you what happened. The, it was going to cost me almost $170 for one tire. <clears throat> But the Lord worked it out where I only paid 60 bucks for it. And not only that, had I not stopped and I had not listened to that little voice, I would have had a blowout on, on 45 going maybe 60, 70 miles an hour. I just want to thank God for this year and how he shows up when you least expect it. But you know he's there. Sometimes you don't even see him do things for you that are behind your back. Because the Bible says... He is your, he's watching your back, you know, and he does it all the time. And I know he's done that for you guys too. I'm not unique in this. God is for us all. He's helped us all. And I just want to praise him for all that. I want to praise him for the many things he's done for us and for me. And I just want to praise him for this church and the pastor who encourages us to read the Bible. That makes this one church one of the most informed churches that I've been in. And I've said it before, and I praise the Lord for that. Amen. Well, if you if you weren't satisfied with the preaching today, it, it's it's all your fault. It's noon. It's about the time I usually wrap things up. You got one last opportunity. And there's six people raising their hand. <laughs> how am I going to handle that? Keep going. All right, I'm going to I'm going to give it to Betty here. I really don't want to do this, <laughs> but pre preacher has been looking at me whether I wanted him to look at me or not. So I have? it's time. I was churched all my life. I think mother had me there before I was out of diapers. It was a great, magnificent church, famous in America, rich. And for two years, I went to one of the institutions that it backs in my home state. Before COVID, it left me because one Sunday they embraced a belief that was not biblical. My husband and I looked at each other and said the same words at the same moment. We're in the wrong place. And we began a search for a new church. And we looked everywhere but here. Now, Miss Glenda, who stood up, had brought me here a few years before, sadly, to a funeral. And I'd heard one of the best funeral sermons I ever heard. It didn't dwell on the death. It dwelt on the life that was coming to that individual who had passed away young and sadly. I even told him that, that day what a wonderful sermon it was and what it had meant to me, but I didn't come back for a long time. 
But my friend Glenda never gave up on me. She doesn't, if you know her, she doesn't give up on you. She won't give up on you because she is who she is. So after finding another church that didn't work, we finally came back before COVID. And then during COVID, you stopped meeting and then you started again before the other churches did and we both came. It was the right decision finally to be a part of something all your life and God keeps putting something in your life because the first time I heard about the truth of the crucifixion, I was a senior in high school and I was in charge of the services in my high school. I'm that old. We used to have religion in schools. And I, I helped get the pastors and decorate the stage for Holy Week services that we had in that high school. And a Baptist minister told me the truth of the crucifixion, and I couldn't face it. In the Air Force, I attended a Baptist church in Denver, Colorado. And then I came here. Now, I come from a long line of Baptists, but my mother wasn't one. But her church left me. And I only had one place to go, finally, and that was here. And Glenn came with me. And on November of 21, we finally truly accepted Christ and were baptized, both of us having been sprinkled in another life. So we're very grateful. It's been a great year, despite all the shortcomings. And we, we find the life of this church life. And we're grateful. Well, that was kind of worth waiting for. Are you hungry? You want to go quit and go to lunch? All right. Just make it shorter than Daryl and Jamie. I, uh, I want to praise the Lord today because uh, at the beginning of this year, me, my wife, and my son were sleeping on a couch in my mother's house. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a car. But every step of the way, kept moving forward, kept believing in the Lord. I have a car. My son has a bed. I have a bed, I have a house that I'm paying for on my own, I have a great job, and the only people that I have to thank for is my family and the Lord, and so I just want to praise him today for that. Amen. All right, let's, uh, okay, one more. I just want to also come and say Happy New Year to all of you. And to know that I've been coming here for quite some time. In fact, I recall with uh, Clarissa and her daughter, uh, Alexis, who used to sleep in the second row when she was, I don't know, five, six years of age. And this is a very warm, spiritual church. And uh, as it is uh, spoken with the Baptist, I had followed John Rice, and coming here was because of the influence of what the Baptists have. And so, therefore, 
Uh, you're all likewise my family, and I praise all of you. And uh, sometimes we go through struggles, but the Lord has a plan. I myself uh, also will testify of myself about 25 years or better. I was looking for a franchise in Mexico, and I could not do it. Uh, I, I failed to get that franchise after looking at it for about five years, and then 20 years later, the same franchise approached me, and now I have that franchise in Mexico. It's like a 7-Eleven, it's an Oxo. Sometimes we do make plans, and the Lord knows when to give it to us, and otherwise we would uh, utterly corrupt ourselves, as I have done in the past. But I believe in the Lord so much that it just allows me to praise and all of you. Uh, sometimes we will go through these struggles, but that's because God puts us there. And once we come through them and out of them, then we get out of the rut that while we're in it, we forget about him. But I praise him for continually reminding me with all the things that are, particularly here in this church. And in Jesus, I want to wish you all a happy new year with prosperity and health. Amen. 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 Well, we're going to wrap it up. I love my church. I absolutely do. Uh, and this is a loving church. You, you've expressed it to me, and I, I don't think there's probably a person here today who hasn't experienced some of the love expressed by this church. It's a great church. It is. But we can't save you. There's not one thing we can do that's going to help you get to heaven. We can tell you about one who can. But we don't have the power to do that. Just like you don't have the power to do that. Love and good works and treating people right. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. But it won't get you one inch off the ground when it comes to getting to heaven. The only hope you've got is Jesus Christ and what he did for you when he went to the cross. He's loved you before you before you were ever born. Before the foundation of the world, Jesus has loved you. And he knows your life. He knows what you've faced and what you're going to face. And he died in your place. He, he gave he gave the greatest sacrifice anybody could ever imagine. And he did it for you. Because he loves you. And of all the things we've talked about today, all the things we've, we've enumerated that the Lord has done for us, nothing compares with what he did as he began to draw you to himself. How, how could, Betty, how could you and Glenn possibly end up in a place like this? doesn't make any sense. You can't add it up. You can't reason. You can't make logic out of it. But that's what it took for Jesus to bring you to himself. And look what he's given you. By the world standards, he's stuck you in a little bitty church where you, you know, you know, 
50, 100 people. By God's standard, he's given you the greatest, most precious gift anybody could ever receive in this planet. Same with me. Same with me. The fact that I'm your pastor is miraculous in ways that you'd have, you'll never even know. Nobody's going to tell you about it because we're ashamed of most of it. But anyway, for me to be the pastor of this church would be the last the last person that would ever be considered for the job. But here I am, going on 22 years. That's just awesome. Yeah. It is. I'm, I've got the best job in the world. You get to work one day a week. That's what everybody thinks, right? It's a one day a week job. No, I do. I have the greatest job in the world. Get to serve Jesus every day. It's just an amazing thing. Let's stand together. We're going to sing Greatest Thy Faithfulness for our invitation. Harley will be leading the vocal on this. (laughs) And the Lord is faithful. Would God that we could take that example and become as faithful to his house as he is to us. Would God that could be possible. If the Lord's spoken to your heart and you need to respond, this is the time to do it.